Hi, Brian and Irini. Hi, Hi Laura. Laura. Um, here we are in New York City, and we've just finished our third day of rehearsals yeah. for our upcoming May the 6th concert in Philadelphia. Um, one of the outstanding pieces on this program is a set of songs by Benjamin C.S. Boyle, mm -hmm. who is also our composer in residence as a celebration of our 15th anniversary season. And um, he has this incredible set of songs called Chanson de Diane, uh, four beautiful pieces. And um, you guys have just taken these on and you sing the hell out of them. And I'd like to know uh, what your observations are about Benjamin's music, and then we can even talk about Benjamin a little bit. Mm. Well, uh, we, last year we did a, a concert together, like a year and a half ago, and when we were talking about the program to put in the concert in New Orleans, you said, guys, you know, uh, I know this uh, amazing young composer who wrote these beautiful songs and I just don't want to force you to do anything, but please just listen to them and look at them. I'm sure you're going to fall in love with them. And indeed, we did. We did. Yeah. Uh, the songs start... Uh, with a duet for a tenor, a tenor obviously, and soprano. And then there is a soprano solo, a tenor solo, and it kind of like, so the two edges, uh, two, um, um, they, they, they start and they finish with a duet. And they, we really felt... Just like they were written for us. They were written for us, for us. Even though we never met Benjamin. <laughs> and I think that that just speaks to like Benjamin's yeah. um, like knack for writing for the voice. I mean, he doesn't write just beautiful melodies, but he also sets them in the way and in the place where where they just really fit the voice and we can, you know, kind yeah. of easily convey the feeling, the text, the things that he meant, um, just in a, in, a, in a way that really works as opposed to taking great poetry and great melodies, putting them together and being like, okay, singers, figure it out. Mm -hmm. You know, it's more like uh, what uh, Donizetti and Bellini and Puccini and Verdi did as opposed to mm -hmm. some other composers right. that could just really write a great melody, but they're like, good luck figuring out how to sing right. this. Yes. <laughs> right. The way he writes is very organic and very sophisticated. Yeah, yes. absolutely. It's, yeah. And it's, uh, it caresses the voice. Um, I don't know, you know, sometimes I use his songs to warm up because the way they click on my voice is just so natural and so it feels so comfortable yeah. that it sets my voice in a very uh, nice grounded way to continue singing and singing. That's why we could when we were rehearsing, you came down to New Orleans for that first concert when we first uh, yeah. got to know these songs better, and we were rehearsing it every day singing them you know in order to make them to own them and to just you know feel them as much as we can and we never got tired yeah and we vocally, were always we never vocally, got vocally, vocally tired vocally not to and mention not tired of the music obviously right. and you never <laughs> discovering right you never get tired of his music you never um i i will say that after we did our whole concert of benjamin boyle songs in december mm. when we finished our dress rehearsal and um Sarah Schaefer was there, um, Daniel Teat was there, Hannah Ludwig was there, 
and of course Benjamin and we finished with Daniel Teets um, singing Benjamin's new uh, cycle that he wrote for us mm. Spirits in Bondage which was the first ever settings of C.S. Lewis which wow. was really really cool yeah. okay and Benjamin has this thing about C.S. Lewis and so he set these songs and when Daniel was done singing uh, Sarah Schaefer who has sung all over the place and she does recitals all the time she just said very poignantly, um, thank you for giving the world so much beauty. And I think yeah. that is yeah. um, one of the highest compliments um, yeah. anybody can get. And everyone that I know who sings Benjamin's music, and I have to say as a pianist, it's not easy. Every drop of sweat and blood is worth it though. And um, Honestly, you guys sing these songs so beautifully, and it does sound like they were written for you. So, and it, and, it, and uh, because uh, the poetry uh, is uh, of course about Diana, and uh, it touches a very deep root in me with the ancient, you know, Greek, um, yes, and uh, and you can. Um, he's talking about like I mean, my aria. I start by no, you in the. Um, in our last duet, I start by saying, Je suis belle, I'm, I'm beautiful, all mortals, and all these words, the way that he composed, it's just, they're so, they come out so beautifully and expressed so beautifully, and they just, um, it's, it's 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 wonderful to talk about eternity and beauty. Yeah, these like grand kind of timeless yeah. themes. Yeah. And so then after after we sang the first time in New Orleans with Laura, then we got to meet Benjamin yes. in Paris where he was teaching at the Boulanger Institute, uh, and uh, and so we you know he we were there and he was kind of part of the family because we had the kids there and we hung out a lot. We actually and... felt that we already knew him. It's, yeah, exactly. Because so, you, yeah. you get to know someone through their music in mm -hmm. such a, you know, real and kind and of, of course, immediate. And and all the things that you uh, <laughs> told us about him. And that's why when we first met him, it was kind of like we were picking up. Yeah, sure, exactly. Absolutely. Where we left off. Exactly. And how fun and then, it is in our rehearsal today, we had questions. We called them up and exactly. said, okay, what about about the French here what did you mean what do we do here and mm -hmm. that is just an amazing an amazing gift and to be part of this creative process together I just I never take it for granted and, and yeah and and what I, I well actually we had the wonderful opportunity to have him down in New Orleans this summer right uh, and uh, because he was doing uh, something there with us, and they came um, and did a philosophy actually, and music. Mm -hmm, yeah. But we actually we performed his songs with him playing yes. at the piano. Yes. And what I love about him is that okay, you can ask him, oh, what did you mean there? What was your intention about that? But he also lets you express yourself. He loves hearing his songs through your voice and how you right. perceive oh, that's them. Wonderful. And he just lets you express yourself, gives you liberty to... That's yeah. fantastic. And, and yeah, he's so... He's yeah, so we can't wait to do we, this. We can't wait to do it in Philly for the Philly audience. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, the hometown crowd for sure, me. Sure, sure. Because, you know, I went to college in New Orleans, so that was where I grew up. And so Philly feels like my college town. And in a lot of ways, because I was still living at home, I learned a lot of the things about life in Philly. So being back in Philadelphia uh, and obviously in the Church of the Holy Trinity, yes. 
it was two, not even two blocks from where my apartment was and AVA. And so there's so many great reasons that we are, that we can't wait for this concert. Yeah. Okay. And recital. speaking of church, um, Brian, mm-hmm. we're going to begin the concert with four hymns, um, yes. by Raphon Williams, uh, for tenor, viola and piano. And please, um, tell the story about how you know about these songs. Yeah. So I, my first, uh, voice teacher, Philip Frommeyer, who has, uh, since passed, but he, he taught me and Suzanne, uh, Duplantis in, uh, at Loyola University in in New Orleans. And so we were looking for English pieces, English arias to use for auditions, competitions, things like that. And the typical Benjamin Britten, Stravinsky Rake's Progress, a lot of these English arias were not fitting my voice so well. Or even if they did fit my voice, my voice was not the sound people had in mind for this music. So we said, you know, we're just gonna go in a completely different direction find things that are a bit obscure that maybe nobody has even known about. So we found first um, this aria uh, that Vaughan Williams wrote called Hugh the Drover. And there was a great aria about um, the, the drover being on his horse and riding and the horse hooves. And um, and it just was, it was great. I've always loved Vaughan Williams music. Um, but so then the next thing we did was we found these four hymns or Phil found these four hymns for tenor viola and piano and then uh so yeah so i used the first one i think in my senior recital or something um and i had worked on the other ones too but i'd never had the opportunity to just do them all there wasn't a viola player now and so now to get to do it uh with laura and 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 with our violist who's mark holloway mark holloway's here in new york so we can rehearse with him and then Go to Philadelphia and um, yeah, I love those pieces. They're they're just really not many people have heard them, mm-hmm. um, and it, it especially that first one. It fits my voice so well, like out of the gate. You're right, and um, you know not to mention the fact that we're gonna be in this gorgeous church, um, and you're gonna be starting off with these hymns of praise, which yeah. is just so uh, apropos. Um, and you just sing them so beautifully. And I can't wait to work with Mark next week. Yeah. And he's really excited because he graduated from Curtis and he loves going to Philly. Oh, and so he's really, really excited about doing this with us. And he's played him before. Awesome. Which is always nice. Great. And Irini is going to sing the Revel Greek songs Absolutely. in Greek. In Greek. And tell us how you feel about those oh, songs. Oh my goodness. They are, they are, they are amazing. They just, uh... They just hit the spot and uh, well they are five folk songs from the island of Hios. Uh, so Hios is an island um, very close to Turkey so and actually we love this island because we well, I, I actually have never been there but there is this amazing product Masticha from uh, Hios, which is like a after um, dinner, you know, liquor that you put, like a grappa or things like that, but it's, its taste is so particular. It comes from the sap of the tree that grows only on that island. Anyway, we love it, we love it, we love it. So each song, each song has a different characteristic. So we start from um, with the, the song that talks about a woman about to get married and you hear Ravel playing that so we very very there are, there are very 
a lot of folky expressions. So we Greeks have very endearing names for people. So this song starts by calling the bride-to-be um, a certain type of bird. I don't remember now how it is in English, but Ravel plays the... It could be even because it says, wake up, wake up, my little bird. Uh, you know, shake your wings and let's go and get married, basically. So this like playing on the piano could mean either the sound of um, of birds uh, waking up somebody mm -hmm. in the morning you know mm -hmm. the, the first birds that we hear in the morning it could be the flapping of the wings mm -hmm. it could be the excitement of somebody getting married that morning of your of your wedding day sure. it's so wonderful and then there are other the other songs you know the one that talks about uh, the church down yeah. and you can hear the, the bells, bells yes. in his writing and then there is the other one that is like who is more uh, braver than me and it starts with a chord that da -da mm -hmm. and it's like somebody getting up and straightening his back and being like I am the one. It's like a pride. This is your pants roll. It's like the cord of pride. <laughs> yes. It's so wonderful. And of course, it finishes with uh, the beautiful dance song mm -hmm. where, it, where you say, you know, uh, you have a great calf. That's why. A great calves? Calves, yes. Oh, nice. So go up and dance and break break glasses okay. because that's what we do in Greece <laughs> and it's like la 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 it's so beautiful and then you have the okay the, the, the fourth to last the second to last sorry you have the one about the ladies that are picking up lentils yes the lentils so, and it has now you can hear the influence of turkey in uh, heels with like the modal scales yes yeah exactly so oriental yeah and it's beautiful. It's like really listening to the women down in the field, kind of uh, under the sun in sunny kios, picking up uh, lentils and singing yeah. Oriental melodies. So it's bringing me back home. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and it's so wonderful to hear you sing in your language. Yeah. I mean, yeah. really, it's so special when that happens. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it brings a different color in the absolutely, voice. You absolutely. You hear it in like, for example, Anna Netrebko, when she sings Onyegin, and it's her language. It's yes, like, yes. It's something there. Absolutely. Something, uh, yeah. Absolutely. So I'm very, very happy to sing that. And hopefully we'll have some Greeks there that will enjoy. Oh, yes. I plan to, to stop by um, Estia, the restaurant, <laughs> yeah, exactly. with your uh, Cards and let them exactly. know about this. There you go. Um, and then on the second half, we have some beautiful opera. And I just have to say, um, from these days of rehearsing with you in New York and from our time in New Orleans, um, your voices together are um, there is something that happens that's really, really special. Um, orally for me, and just knowing you as such good friends and being you know, having, having known you for so long, it's really, um, it takes me to a different level when you guys are singing together. Um, do you have any observations about what that feels like? Because it's really, it's transporting. I agree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean... But this was the first time that we sang together, I guess it was... It was in uh, Tulane, like uh, in, in New Orleans, right? In the church, the church. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. concert together. Yeah, right after we got to, married. Yeah, like a year. I mean, we just, you know, we, we, we always want, I mean, we're both singers, you know, and it's tricky, you know, if you're, you, it's just tricky when you're, when you're in the same field mm -hmm. and, <clears throat> and you're just trying to figure out 
uh, you know, what can you say? What can you not say? You don't want to hurt each other's feelings, but you need to do this. I mean, it's just it's just kind of the way it yeah. goes. But as far yeah. as like our, you know, our voices and our personalities mm-hmm. fitting together and singing, I mean, I think one of the first things we sang was the Faust duet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Faust duet. The Faust duet. And it's great because a lot of times, you know, I'm singing on stage or Irini's singing on stage. And if we're not singing to each other, it's, yeah, I mean, you're feeling it, you're saying your words, but it's not the same when you're just gotten married and you're saying these things like, eternalo, eternalo. Yeah. It's like, you get goosebumps. Oh, yeah. And you almost like, you know, you have to be like, okay, don't get too emotional because you still have yeah. to sing. You yeah, can't just exactly. cry in front of everybody and be like, oh, yeah. what beautiful piano music we have here. Right. And I know <laughs> you guys in the Otello duet were doing, yeah. y'all back there kissing yeah. behind my back. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it says un bacio, un bacio, ancora un bacio. <laughs> yeah, it's kiss. like, you know, yeah. if she, you can only give me another one if you already gave me one. So, you know. <laughs> it's funny because every time we sing the duet, it is usually at the end of the concert and I'm usually wearing a red lipstick. So, Brian always... <laughs> has to bow with like red lips that's <laughs> <laughs> okay I'll take it I'll take no it time to wipe it <laughs> but yeah and also Irini one of the first duets she was like oh I would love for you to, I would love to sing the cherry duet with you and I'm like oh I have so much music to learn I can't yeah. learn one more and then finally I was like you know what I'm learning Let's this do cherry it. duet and the first time I we did it was with you. Was with oh, you really? in, New in New Orleans. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And I'm it's one. It's one of my favorite. Uh, yep. It's one of my favorite um, duets to sing now. Yep. I mean, yep. Yep. You know, and uh, it's so beautiful. But yeah, that and the Romeo Juliet duet, mm-hmm. and Bohem, the Bohem duet, and stuff. So and Carmen, of course, we of course. we got that we was the first show we got to sing uh, together on stage, mm-hmm. and now after. Um, after the Lyric Fest uh, concert, that's the next one we're going to sing together again in Las Palmas. And, um, yeah, we're looking for bohems and some of that sure. stuff, too, yeah, down, down the road. That but um, Yeah. Well, fantastic. Well, listen, um, you know I love you both. And we it is such too. an honor and a privilege and a joy to work with you. And we're so grateful that you're going to do this concert for Lyric Fest. It means more than you could possibly know. Yeah. And... I just know that everyone is going to feel your incredible energy and just mm-hmm. revel in your sound and your artistry you. and your love. So oh. thank you very much. Thank, thank you, Laura. We can't wait. Can't wait to see everybody there. Thank you. Thank you.